good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cook, Hidney Cook, because all the hippies are trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're absolutely right, Robert, and this portion of the show is supported by Little Moments Count. Little Moments Count is a statewide collaborative focus on helping parents and caregivers learn about the importance of brain development in the first three years of life. Nearly 80% of brain growth happens in the first thousand days, and small moments of interaction like talking, playing, reading, and singing help create the pathways that build a child's brain during this early stage of life. Yeah, we got our guests in the in the bullpen right now, and uh, we're working on some technical things. Uh, and but you know, Haley, speaking of technical things, you know, we talked a little bit yesterday about how uh, uh, you know energy is passed around, whether it's computers and, and how you're feeling, and we're all a, a part of energy. You, uh, we had a caller give us a call today, and then you have. Uh, an article that maybe you can uh, just touch on briefly while we're waiting for uh, our guests. Yes. So a uh, big pina geeky to our caller who actually called. Um, I got this today and uh, he was really concerned. So there's, there was a story that's uh, recent out of Denver, Colorado, and I'm reading this here off of Native News Online. Um, this specific article was written by Levi Rickert on November 13th, but um hospitalized Lakota elders waist length hair was cut without his permission family and aim the American Indian movement demand answers so some 20 members of the American Indian movement from the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota journeyed to Aurora Colorado to demand answers from a Colorado health system about why a Lakota's elders waist length hair was cut without his permission while he was under the care of the health care facility. The AIM members made local news when they protested on the lawn of the University of Colorado Health Facility last Thursday waving the AIM flag. They were there to support 65-year-old Arthur Janis, a Ogla Sioux tribe who was airlifted from Rapid City, South Dakota in September to receive care at the UC Health Hospital for complications from an abdominal illness that caused him to have blood clots. Nope. Uh, Janice, who is a traditional Lakota man, wore his hair long for cultural reasons. In early November, his sister, while participating in a video conference to get an update on her brother's health condition, she noticed his hair had been cut. Upon seeing Arthur's hair was cut, she became upset and made inquiries about Arthur's hair. In Lakota culture, long hair is sacred and not to be cut unless someone is mourning due to the loss of a loved one the hospital staff would not give her a straight answer so she and the family sought the involvement of aim uh rudy red dog uh oyep tokola society and aim who lives in manderson south dakota has taken the lead on finding answers about janice's hair being cut short in an interview with native news online on sunday Redog said the u the UC Health Hospital has confirmed Janice's hair was cut while he was under the care. However, they say that the hospital is not certain when or why it was cut. Uh, since Jan Janice entered the hospital's system for care, he was transferred to a nursing home in Denver that the hospital maintains partnership with. Um, yeah, Red Dog calls what happened to Janice was an assault and a, rob a robbery. Uh, they have yet to identify specifically the day and the time that this has took place and by who did the assault. Um, but we also know how highly the Native American people's hair could be of value to big city venues. Uh, so we wonder if it was stolen for the black market used, used for wigs and extensions found popular in an inner city fashion yeah um yeah yeah what do you have to say about this robert uh that's uh 
un- unbelievable. And we talked yesterday a little bit about how uh, uh, in the World War One, I, I think it was, that they, the scouts with natives with long hair were able to detect people that... Um, you know the enemy why they were scouting or why they were uh guarding the the camp and once they had their hair cut off their <laughs> no a better way to put it their superpowers were were cut off and uh they could tell the difference and that was uh definitely uh definitely uh scientifically proven back then one of the things uh that's interesting with long hair and you know I, Haley, I have like a thin, thinning long hair. <laughs> uh, I grew my hair long for a couple of reasons. One of them was to support my native kids that were being ridiculed in school uh, with their uh, people teasing them with their long hair. And that's one of the reasons why I grew my hair long in support um, with our students. And now uh, it, it's kind of been a staple here. And uh, as you know, uh, with mourning and things like that, uh, uh, my hair would be cut if somebody passed away really close to me and my family. Uh, my wife is the only person that can really cut my hair. Um, that's one of the things that uh, only have one wife, and it's Wendy, so she's the only one that can trim my hair. And so there's things that that possibly our our white allies and uh, people out there don't know about us natives. And when it comes to hair, you know, I think uh, people would probably look at mine and go, why is that old man have this little thinny uh, ponytail? But it's it's part of uh, part of tradition. And for me, it was uh, part of supporting our, our students. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just a thing in our culture is to have our hair long. And one thing that I always you know, I've, I've always preferred my hair longer, too. And um, a saying that goes along, I think, with having longer hair is the longer the hair that you have, um, the stronger it is because you have more to bind together, more to braid together, more individual pieces that you can put together. Uh, and when they come together, you know, the hair is stronger together, which also represents us as a community and our native communities when we all come together um, and intertwine communities and culture, um, you know, it, we're stronger. Absolutely. Um, we, we should be able to have our guests on. I'm thinking uh, the second segment, we're finding out that uh, we'll be uh, raring to go and live uh, in the second segment. So hopefully our guests will hold on there and uh, we can maybe overlap uh Bob Blake from Red Lake segment and be on uh, a little bit of his segment too. Things happen and uh, we just uh, hope everyone's okay and not having a heart attack at the mothership. Yes, the mothership. <laughs> We've had yeah, it's been it's been it's usually very good, but we do have uh, some of those ancient or one ancient computer in there, I should say. So. Yeah, well, and it's it's cool. I I believe, and this is off subject too, that we have like for Native Roots Radio, we have like. Uh, two of the best producers around um, Patrick and Brett and uh, well skilled and been doing our show uh, when we've been going five days a week uh, you know ever since so it's it's good to have those guys on our team and uh, I know they're they're figuring it out and uh, um, what would we do without them honestly <laughs> smoke signals speaking right. of which uh, you saw smoke signals last night I did, yes. You were nice enough to host me, Uncle Deka, and uh, we we enjoyed some nice Devani's pizza and watched Smoke Signals, which that was my first time watching it, and I gotta say, I don't know how I went that long without seeing it. Um, It was made in 1998, which is actually the year I was born, so you know a lot of great things come out of that year. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, great actors. Uh, Gary Farmer, who's uh, going to be on the show soon. We we um, really loved his character. Um, but the it was a microism of a lot of Native people we know in our families and the trials and tribulations and sadness uh, that can go along being Native American or just a human being. And also the... The, the thing I like really about uh, reservation dogs is that uh, the humanity of it and then the humor too. Uh, Native Americans seem to really uh, hold on to the humor when all things are bleak. 
So, hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And and some some of us us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Be a vaccinative. As the fall season continues, new COVID-19 variants threaten the health of not just you, but our elders as well. These new variants might even evade previous vaccines. That's why it's important to stay up to date. The newly authorized vaccines target current variants effectively and are FDA approved for ages six months and older. But there is an important note. These are the first COVID vaccines to be commercialized, which means there may be costs associated with them. Speak with your health insurer about your coverage before scheduling an appointment to avoid a surprise bill. For those without health insurance, help is available. Ask your health clinic about options or visit vaccines.gov for free locations. Getting vaccinated protects you from severe disease. Don't put yourself or elders at risk. So be a vaccinative and protect our community. You can visit vaccines.gov for free vaccine locations. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Considering replacing your vacuum, what do you do with the old one? Throw it in the garage? Worse yet, throw it in the garbage? How about trade it in and save? A1 Vacuum in Roseville has been around forever, and they take trade-ins. When you trade in your old vacuum, you save. So if it's time to replace that old clunker headed for the garage or landfill, bring it into A1 Vacuum in Roseville. You can find A1 Vacuum at a-1vacuum.com or call 651-222-6316. This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I am in uh, Coleman 1, U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Little Moments Count. Little Moments Count is a statewide collaborative focus on helping parents and caregivers learn about the importance of brain development in the first three years of life. For more information, you can visit littlemomentscount.org. Hey, you know, Haley, uh, one of the things uh, I always like to quiz you, too, before we uh, get to our guest out there, uh, and uh, one of the questions I have is, it's that time of year again, and one of the things that we really support here on Native Roots Radio is uh, getting signed up for Minsure. Right, exactly. And, you know, we're so lucky to live in the state of uh, Minnesota where we have resources such as Minsure. Uh, did you know that Minsure is the, actually the go-to place for tax savings on your health insurance? Yeah. So, yeah, they're here to help, you know, every single one of us. And Minsure doesn't sell you insurance, but they do help you find the right plan. So if yeah. you are in need of that, please visit Minsure. That's M-N-S-U-R-E dot org. Yeah, definitely. Um, great organization, and you guys got to go do it uh, and uh, and pick out and get help picking out your insurance. Uh, again, we're still having a little problems here at the mother station, and uh, I think the computer they're trying to to run here on um, on Streamyard is uh, has to be uh, pull started, I think, or kick started like a a, a motorcycle. Oh, is it is it because it's that old? Or? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, again, you know, it's fun. I'm not really good at uh, free, like uh, Matt McNeil, who's on before us, is like could talk for three hours straight, and uh, I am not that way. So I need to to bounce things off people, and I'm glad you're here, uh, Haley, to bounce things off. Uh, again, I, I, I talk a little bit about, it's been 25 years, like you said, for uh, for uh, um, Smoke Signals, the movie, and what was really interesting uh, for me I was, when I was flying back home, I think I mentioned this in a couple shows ago, is that, uh, that I don't know if it's because it's a Native American Heritage Month or what, but my uh, Delta plane uh definitely um had that movie and i watched it 
So mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that was uh, pleasantly surprising, and I think prior to that too, I don't that I was able to watch uh, Reservation Dogs. I can't remember, but it was some something like that. Was I was really surprised that they had a Native American movie up. So that's uh, one of the things that really totally surprised me. Um, right. Well, it was such a good movie, too, and I wasn't really expecting it. Like, well, I was expecting it to be good, but I just like the, I guess I didn't really know the storyline behind it. Um, and, you know, I kind of like going into movies not knowing too much about it. Hmm. Um, I don't want to give, like, you know, like some trailers, they just kind of, like, give too much away. And you're like, oh, I think, I, I feel like I just watched the whole movie, you know, why do I need to go see it now? But... Yeah, I really liked not knowing kind of what it was about and then going in and watching it. And it was a quick movie. I think, you know, you said 90 minutes and um, wow, it was just so moving and Mm -hmm. the whole storyline and just kind of what they talk about and what Native families go through, you know, and sometimes, you know, the good parts of the culture don't get passed down and 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 that hurts. But, you know, what does get passed down is sometimes the trauma does. And, you know, with trauma, you know, there's a lot of, you know, uh, alcohol dependency and stuff like that and families. And um, for you, for those who haven't seen Smoke Signals yet, um, I guess it kind of runs along the story of that and just kind of, you know, two younger kids growing up in uh, in those predicaments on the reservation. Well, I think, Kaylee, we have, uh, speaking of smoke signals, I think we have smoke signals uh, going up to our, our guests. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for uh, your patience. And uh, and you're on here, and I think uh, we can't go live. Oh, what, looks like we can go live here. I think we are live on the radio. Can you guys hear us? You can unmute your, uh, oh, thumbs up. That's not good for radio, but uh, visually it is good. Hey, welcome, uh, and thank you so much for your patience. And uh, we really weren't having problems with the radio station. Uh, we were just testing your patience. How did that go? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, patience is a, is a value, and we just had our language bowl here at Lower Sioux, and that was one of the questions that the advanced teams got. So, um I, I think we passed, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And speaking of which, my old high school that I taught at Harding uh, did very well down there, I heard. Oh, they took it home. Yeah. They, took, they sweeped us out. So they are doing fantastic in Dakota language. We're so proud of them. Right. Well, you know, the daughter of Barry Hand was there, and you know uh, Barry very well, I'm sure. He's well known around the area. And so. She's been talked to over her lifetime in that good way and language. And they're so respectful to, you know, the the culture and the values really come with the language. And you can really see it with those students. And they came up and they sang us, um, they sang the two master speakers, so the first language speakers of Dakota a song to honor them and, and how much work they put in. Oh, we were all just bawling. There was not a dry eye in the room. Was that the the twins, uh, uh, Chashke and uh, Robert, were singing, or uh, all? Yep, and Barry. All of them? And Barry. Oh. Yep, and Maddie. Yeah, we love Madison. Hey, Vanessa, uh, good thunder. Oh, good. Thank you again. We'll keep you on a little longer on the show here. We really appreciate you coming in. And you have somebody with you, uh, Denton Jackson. Do you want to introduce him? Yeah. This. So this is Denton Jackson. He is. Well. He's everything. So he's from Sisseton, and he started off as a youth participant in our youth programs. Um, I remember, gosh, what, what year did you come? Eighth grade? Eighth grade. Yeah. Eighth, eighth grade, and I gave him a tour when he moved down here. And now he's a coach. He's a teacher at our immersion school. He's flown to D.C. He's flown to Albuquerque to teach about early childhood in a, in a tribal school. So... He's, he's fantastic. So this is Denton Jackson. Hey, welcome, Denton. And I know uh, our arms get tired when we fly places. Ho! Just a little humor there. Hey, uh, welcome to Native Fritz Radio. Uh, good to see you. And, you know, uh, 
well, let's get right into this. And I, I think what we will probably do is maybe reach out to our uh, the guests that's coming on, and, and uh, we'll keep these guys on the rest of the show, Haley. Maybe we can reach out to uh, Bob and ask him to come on for another day. I think it's really important that your stories and uh, what little moments count and, um, you know... It, what we got uh, Thanksgiving coming up, and we never talk about Thanksgiving here on Native Roots Radio. We talk about it as Thanksgiving, and it's fun and it's fun, but it is a real thing, and and, and it is happening all around us, and a lot of our families do uh, participate. So, can can we talk a little about the misconception of of, of thanks take, uh, Thanksgiving a little bit here? Do you think, Vanessa? Absolutely. Um, so. We were, Denton and I were just talking about it and we are so done talking about it, but it's, <laughs> it's so important. Like, I feel like we always go back to 1491 when we have to talk about ourselves, but here at our school, we don't. And it's been really nice to, to not have to do that. And we don't have to care so much about Thanksgiving because growing up, we've had to care and care and care about this false narrative. And it's something that you know you can teach any child from you can teach about relationships this relationship didn't go well um you can teach about tribes and be tribal specific because it's not even our dakota tribe who was a part of this, this um, now holiday and so i think those are things that you can teach and i think it's important that educators understand that um and really bring that truth to the center of of it rather than oh, okay well it's a really nice holiday and we want to eat and we want to be thankful and so we should really make it like a nice story it, it mm -hmm. doesn't always have to be a nice story it could be still the truth and we still can be okay with that yeah um, that's, what, still that's a great point and, and denton you being a younger a younger uh, warrior there and i like how you uh look stoic there uh, on the on the facebook it's good um how are you brought up with uh with this uh holiday these two days off before another holiday that's called even a bleaker name black friday um i grew up my father was a historian so he at a young age uh, me and my family we were taught the correct history and you know and the education system they tell the complete opposite so yeah, at a young age, we were told the dark history on what happened to, you know, our ancestors on the East Coast and how they were taken advantage of. And, you know, in school, that's what really needs to be taught. And here in our classroom, we really ignore the holiday. We don't, you know, we don't talk about it. But, you know, we talk about, like, their family traditions and what their family does and stuff like that and the food and how we're around our loved ones and everything. But, you know, it is really hard to teach younger kids about the traumatic stuff that happened. You know, mm -hmm. we're really more than just trauma and everything, so we tried to really avoid it. So, yeah, that's that's a really good point. And me being a a, a baby elder of sixty two years old, I mean, I was brought up in the public school system uh, with with this, with making uh, hand turkeys and um, cowboys and Indians, and you know the 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 Indians never won. So it, it's just. It, it's just an indoctrinated thing. Like I, I was the cigarette commercial stopped in 1967, so I still remember those jingles, and I was six years old. So when we watch things on TV or have anything out there uh, media-wise, it burns into uh, our our memory. And uh, maybe what we can do is talk a little bit about that. We got to take a quick break here, and if you guys can hold on, we'd really appreciate it. Oh, uh, this is Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake. Stay with us. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's, Let's live, live and, and let, let howl. howl. 
Bonjour. Hello. My name is Wabin. I am an enrolled member of the White Earth Nation, descendant of the Navajo Nation, and co-chair of the Indigenous Employee Resource Group with the Minnesota Department of Transportation. MnDOT is hiring for a variety of positions from road maintenance to accounting and more. We offer great benefits. For more information or to set up a one-on-one resume and application assistance, visit mn.gov slash careers or you can text or call 612-257-2388. 612-257-2388. Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Unveil the captivating world of native photography at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Their new exhibit, In Our Hands, Native Photography 1890 to Now, turns the camera around and puts native photographers in control, featuring hundreds of photographs captured by generations of First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and Native Americans. You'll view the world through their lens, revealing the beauty and complexity of indigenous heritage. Don't miss this incredible experience. Visit In Our Hands at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, now through January 14th. For more info, visit artsmia.org. Are you thinking about college? Consider checking out Minnesota Private Colleges. These 18 nonprofit institutions keep the focus on students with small classes and professors who will get to know you. You'll find students from all backgrounds, and no two colleges are alike. And when it comes to cost, they're more affordable than you think. Find the college that's right for you at mnprivatecolleges.org possible. MNPrivateColleges.org slash possible. I love my Toyota vehicles, so when I have to get service done, there's only one place I go. Rudy Luther Toyota. They know Toyota's inside and out. It starts with them checking your alignment and tire treads with their Hunter Quick Check Drive Inspection Service. Oil changes, tires, batteries, wipers, no matter what you need done, they can help you with reliable Toyota parts and the best service team in Minnesota. Check out their website, RudyLutherToyota.com, for service and parts specials just for Toyota vehicles. Get your Toyota serviced at Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. With a look at your AM950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Clear tonight with a low of 45, then sunshine Thursday with a high of 64. Hell is empty and all the devils are here again offers a much-needed communal laugh and is in the spirit of radical inclusion. Performances are at the Luminary Arts Center in Minneapolis now until November 18th. Get your tickets at interactcenterarts.org. Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Little Moments Count. Uh, Native Ritz Radio is excited to be partnering with Little Moments Count to host monthly conversations focused on early childhood development. We'll be welcoming guests to talk about how they view the role of early childhood development in creating bright futures and strong communities. And we do have guests on. We have Denton and uh, Vanessa, and uh, we're talking uh, about uh, historical trauma in a sense, and or in a big sense, I should say, and um, talking about Thanksgiving weekend come up, and uh, you know, and you know, it. it uh, we talk about a lot of things here on Native Roots Radio, and and we have the holidays coming up, but it's interesting too. I've mentioned to people like uh, a lot of our. Um, or white allies, if you hear what a, a name of a helicopter, Apache, Blackhawk, 
these all these native names and it, it must be confusing for our young ones because i know for me it's confusing at times whether why are these named in that way you know uh there's a football teams that are trying to say that we're you know uh honoring you and I, and it's hard for me to buy buy into that especially with all the trauma that we've had and uh but, you know, your work, is, how do you strive to address and heal historical trauma, you know, experienced by our, our Native uh, communities, you know, especially through education? How, how do you two do that? We do it through language. Uh, we believe that the language can help us heal from historical trauma, thus helping us remember, reclaim, and reconnect to who we are, and therefore we're making ourselves strong again um, to increase our sovereignty um, and strengthen ourselves again because we we have always been strong. We've always had the solutions. We've always had um, things that now research is catching up. You know, I went to college and they're like, you know, sage has really good disinfectant properties. And I said, we've always known that. We've always smudged. We've always known that. And so now a research study shows that it has more disinfecting properties than a Lysol can. You know, we already knew those things, but our systems were stopped. And we believe that our language has our values and our sense of belonging and who we are within it. That once we continue to speak um, and, and learn who we are again, then that's us doing that healing and going back to those systems again. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, Denton, what what do you think? Um, yeah, outside of work here at my school, I'm a, uh, I'm a lacrosse mentor to kids, and I do that through, you know, this game of lacrosse, it was never given back to the Dakota people when we lost it. So I, I use the game of lacrosse to reconnect and revitalize with my youth here in the community through that way of... Uh, trying to heal historical trauma because we don't get the recognition for helping grow that game of lacrosse in the Dakota community here. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things too, do you remember when uh, COVID hit and we didn't have a vaccine at the time, but I remember from teachings and talking to people to get my medicine flat cedar out and uh, make some tea, get some, you know, and those are the things you were just talking about, Vanessa. Yep, mullen helps with the, the lungs, elderberry, all the good stuff. Lots of that came out, <laughs> came <Yeah>. back out. <laughs> exactly, but it's it's things that, you know, we try to bring bring to our young ones, and um, whether it's the creator's game or, or sage and tell people where that came from. Um, you know, and it's good that you tell them that because there's so much and it seems like it's getting worse or I don't know if my eyes are open, but the appropriation of Native culture, they want our stuff, but they don't want our trauma. Hmm. Yeah. Appreciation versus appropriation. Very important. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And uh, so how, how, uh, how do you uh, balance traditional aspects of Dakota culture uh, with contemporary needs for your children in your program? Um, well, we we just practice who we are as Dakota people, and that meets the needs of the children, um, and that's that's what we believe in. And that that goes on to what you said earlier about the language. Yep. So our language, we practice, we're bringing back, you know, like Denton said, he brought lacrosse back here and our kids can play the creator's game here. So we're bringing back all of those different systems. Um, how did we see children? What is our educational philosophy as Dakota people? We're bringing that back and um, slowly, slowly, we're just bringing all of these different types of systems back. So. Um, I read an article by Dr. Pila in Hawaii, and, you know, he said there's villages smaller than us in Europe that are able to keep their dialect, and how are they doing it? The strongest way is through the school systems, and so that's what we're doing is trying to help our citizens continue to keep our language through our school and doing it in our way 
uh, the way we've always done education. What uh, is the name of your guys' school and where exactly are you located in Minnesota? So our school name is Chanshayapi Wakayaja Owayawa OT, and we are located in south, south, southwest Minnesota. Cool. That's uh, like uh, Winnebago area down there, uh, Blue Earth, where uh, my people are from and were removed after uh, the Dakota uprising and uh, good fight there. Uh, but, you know, just like uh, Dakota's uh, Ho-Chunks are illegally here in Minnesota, and we have to mm-hmm. uh, always talk about that uh, here. I, I, I just... I, my sense here, and I really, really like our conversation here, but my sense here, and we talk about this a lot, Haley, on Native Ritz Radio, and that's our young ones are really picking up the ball here. I think we've lost a couple generations, my generation and the generation before, with uh, boarding school and all these kinds of traumas, but uh, you young people are really carrying the ball, and I, I really got chills when you talked about that report on how these small communities in Europe are still keeping their language. Um, yeah, we, we need to um, amplify that to people that uh, make these laws and or start our own schools and, and um, do it in a good way. Yes, my friend Lee Turney from Leech Lake always says, um, you're either at the table or you're on the menu. So make sure <laughs> you're at the table. Exactly, and my friend, uh, my friend from up north in Red Lake, she always said, "If there's not a, ta- a chair for you, get a folding chair up and get it up in there." So <laughs> join, join the, join the table, or you're going to be the feast. And uh, absolutely. So that's uh, we got a few more minutes here. What would you guys like to talk about? I think it's so important, you know, uh, with little moments count, and with with the holidays coming up, and you guys talking about. Uh, the real history and who we are on this planet and on Turtle Island. Uh, what are what are your feelings now in the future here? Uh, it seems like the future's looking bright. Yeah, the future is up to our kids, and we just our job is to give them the tools and resources to do whatever they'd like to do. I'm excited. I think I'm raising my future boss. I cannot wait. Um, they speak the language so quickly they know who they are they're more prideful than i was at that age they're not afraid of who they are and that's exactly what we do is we look seven generations past and seven generations back and we can see see the movement and i can see it with them and you know by the age of three to five developmentally a kid understands and can differentiate someone who's homeless versus not homeless so the kids see everything. They can, mm-hmm. they understand what's going on, you know, and we are a school that's on a tribe. And so, um, like Mr. Denton and I were just talking about, we had a kid who didn't like her skin and she has dark skin. Well, her teachers both have dark skin. Her whole family's dark skinned. You know, we were really nervous because that's the power of the media that taught her that she shouldn't get darker um and those are some things that really make us sad and those are things that we're trying to help make them prideful of who they are and everybody's different and that's okay and that's wonderful so how that happened yeah we had a child who was she was upset about her dark skin and she didn't want to go outside and you know we talked to her we told her why her skin's dark and who her people were and you know she needs to be proud of that and her ancestry and everything and you know stuff like that we have we teach about long hair and what that means in our culture and to be connected and everything you know that's the importance of what we do here and you know trying to bring our kids up in that way make them feel powerful and proud you know because like Vanessa said that you know they, they are more proud of, uh, of who they are at their age than we were you know I can agree with that mm-hmm. yeah and I agree too uh, when uh it was interesting in 1978, I was a, a junior in high school and that was the first year we were able to uh, practice our own religion legally in the, this country of ours. Uh, so uh, everyone was Italian before then and now we're strong to be a Native American and uh, 
Uh, it's it's great to see you young ones uh, grab hold of this and help our youth and keep the flame going as being indigenous people of uh, Turtle Island. So I want to say a big peeny gigi thank you so much for coming on. Pidamia for having us. Yeah, well, let's do it again, and then um, we can get you on the beginning of the show and uh, <laughs> rock and roll. We were sweating here, but we got you on, and really appreciate you, too, and appreciate the work you're doing. And uh, it's inspiring, and I hope our audience that's listening all over Turtle Island uh, uh, is as inspired as I am after listening to this. So thank you so much, Peeny Gigi. All right, we'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake and Bob Lake from Red Lake's Up. ho I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back to school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. How? How? Hey, hey, hey. welcome back to Native Roots Radio. Hey, we're with Bob Blake uh, with the Solar Bear with the Solar News, and he's got the big B on his hat for Bob or Blake or Bear. Or Bear or our Solar Bear. That's right. Yeah. I, I think you'd have to have an S in there for Solar Bear, too, just throwing that out there oh that's, that's true that's true hey robert yes. guess what you what? know what the vatican the vatican is going all electric vehicles <laughs> wow yeah so get this so they um i had to get the chair yeah, this is cool the vatican says that um they're going to go all electric they're changing out the pulp vehicle to all electric they're they're uh they've got they've got all these electric vehicles over there and they're gonna they're gonna have all the entire the entire fleet at the vatican be electric vehicles isn't that cool yeah it is and it just reminds me too uh when the pope came in and visited uh, it was a couple popes ago though visited minnesota i remember everyone was selling uh that pope on a rope so like you know you had the so it was a soap and it was around your. Oh, look at uh, look at oh, Haley. Oh, look at that's the hat I should be wearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, there we go. Look at that. that is the hat I should be wearing, Robert. That's she stopped by and uh, stole it from me last night when we watched uh, Smoke Signals. Oh, oh, I got more hats. I got more hats. I'll give you. I'll give you. I got some more hats, Robert. Um. And then, um, Robert, another really cool story I want to tell you about real quick. Um, Portugal just ran on 100% renewable for, for six days in a row. So what they did was they, they, they cut off all fossil fuel energy, right? And they used wind, 
hydro and solar and it was a test run right it's got batteries mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. but they ran their entire country of 10 million of 10 million uh, what? uh yeah uh, on on 100 renewable energy isn't that crazy that's awesome that's yeah. really awesome and 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 i think and i think everyone you know as we move forward you know this is really these test cases are really going to help us understand the inefficiencies that we have in our grid mm -hmm. and um you know and 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 obviously the the you know the the the, the changes and and the the, the the holes that we're gonna plug you know it's like rocky remember rocky uh hey why do you like adrian uh she has she has holes i i or she has gaps i have gaps we we fill in each other's gaps remember Rocky. You know, I I just saw Rocky again on my flight to New York a couple days ago. I watched Rocky, and uh, what amazes me just about Rocky, I just got to say this real quick, Bob, is uh, the first Rocky, the one the Academy Award, was he just wanted to go the distance, and that's kind of the metaphor for life, you know, before it became a, a boxing show. It was a metaphor for life, and one Academy Award, and it was a lot deeper than I remembered when it came out in 1976. It, you know what, um, Sylvester Stallone. You know, I, and I, I highly recommend everybody to watch that Netflix doc documentary that just came out on Sylvester Stallone's life. Yeah, it is a great documentary, and you know, it really he really talks about like you know his inspiration for Rocky, and you know he he had to get rid of his dog, Robert. He right. had to get rid of it. He had to sell his dog, right? Um, and and then he held out. I mean, they were trying to, they were trying to give him all this money um, for Rocky, right. and he held out and because he wanted yeah. to be an actor. You know, and the interesting thing about that documentary, you know, what I I thought about Bob was that, you know, it all everyone made it seem like that he was like an overnight success and had this script, but he worked hard and he was not going to give that script away to another actor or director. No, he was not going to give it away, and I and I think that what he does there is he really, he really shows everyone, you know, that if you believe in something, mm -hmm. you know, so badly that you know you can make it happen, and um, you know, uh, I I just uh, the dude's incredible. Like it just, I mean, he's he's awesome. Uh, you know, and at the other point too, it's I love that one piece when he goes, it's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times right. you get up. You know that's right. how winning's done. You know, I, it's, that, it's so. That was from the la that was from the Rocky, the second to last Rocky, um, when he was talking to his son. Yep, yep, exactly. No, uh, he's incredible. Hey, Robert, yeah. a really interesting story, and I think people need to be aware of this, though. Um, so right now there is a major drought um, down in the Amazon. Okay, oh. and the Amazon is considered like the world's lungs okay yep. and um this you know the, the the forest there it stores about 123 billion metric tons of carbon so i mean literally you know we're not on fire because of the amazon okay i mean right. <laughs> you have to put it in simple terms like the world is what it is, is because of the amazon now they have historic and they have a historic drought down there. Um, you know, the, the pink dolphins they have down there, they're like being washed up on the shore. Um, you know, uh, I mean, years of just like, you know, waterways is like, you know, drying up. So I, I think this should be on people's radar and, and, and they should know that, you know, that, that, um, you know that the planet is 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 in a bad situation, and 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 I would call this like, you know, what would you call it, a harbinger or you know something that's like the coal in the canary, you know, right. or whatever. You know, I, I mean, people should know about this, and it's really an important story that is not getting enough uh, coverage. Uh, obviously, there's more important thing. I mean, there's you know, I mean, there's the thing happening in Israel and yeah. Ukraine. I mean, there's a lot of things happening, but I mean, this is a really really important story did you yeah. guys see what's happening in iceland within the last like 48 hours yeah uh did you see that bob where they're 
the volcano's ready to erupt and uh, <laughs> and destroy Iceland, and people are getting off the island. Well, they had yeah. like a bunch of uh, earthquakes happen back to back. I guess a couple really bad ones too. Oh, okay. So, so that's a great that's a great segue right into this next story, because um, the, the the glaciers in Greenland are melting five times faster than they were 20 years ago. Now, mm -hmm. why this is important is because the permafrost up on top of the planet there is usually really frozen and it stays frozen. Right. But the problem is, is that there's all this carbon, there's, 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 there's this uh, methane that is in there and it's, it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's been stored there for years and it's, it's essentially escaping now because, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the it's it, the, the the ground is being unfrozen right <laughs> essentially right and, yep. and and this is why you see all those like big craters in alaska and people's homes falling into the lake you know to, to right. the ocean and yeah and so this is happening um uh at at, at a uh at, at a really high rate in um uh, so the, 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 this is what it is. The world has already warmed by nearly 1.2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial temperatures. Now, remember, Robert, we don't want to go over 1.5 degrees Celsius. We're, we're just above 1.2 degrees Celsius. Mm. Um, and this is the warmest that this year was the warmest in 125,000 years. Yeah, a lot of people I hear are moving to Duluth. Did you hear that? Uh, somebody told me that today, that, uh, or maybe that was you, Haley, that uh, told me that people are moving to Duluth uh, from all over the country because of the water and uh, the temperatures. Yeah, and, 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 and what happened was there was a report that came out a couple of years ago that said in, in, in the event of you know, a climate crisis, the number one place to live is Duluth, Minnesota, um, and and what you're getting is you're getting people. I, I I ran across some people from the University of Minnesota that work over there, and they said they made it as far as the Twin Cities and said, oh, I think we're just going to stake our claim here." <laughs> but they but they experienced all the hurricanes that came through Houston and said, uh, "Enough of this. We're going to move to Minnesota." Crazy, crazy. What else you got? We got a minute left, Bob, and. Uh... I just are reminiscing about uh, we got an election coming up here in less than a year, and uh, maybe we have to go down and do a live show in Iowa again. Oh, I think we should, and and I think that another thing too, Robert, is I just want everybody to know that we need to vote climate champions. That shenanigans that is happening at the Capitol or in Washington D.C. that that Trump uh, thinks that you know is normal now. That try to normalize all that stuff happening out there is is for the birds and should not be doing by our politicians it should not be happening by our politicians absolutely hey bob blake with the solar bear with the solar news peeny geeky always great to see you and listen to you this has been native roots radio presents i'm awake we're still here we are the seventh generation and free leonard peltier now, now. see you, bobby oh